Welcome back. This is Survived. With Sophie. And Lexi. We started telling our survived story that was in college and we're moving on to bring you guys more. Through many different topics. And this week it is a the spooky episode the first week of the month which means a spooky episode which is survived a ghost and at this point i don't know what part it is what is it we're on episode 29 oh part four yeah part is it is it i i've lost count so i lose count after three so it's either four or five yeah we're we're somewhere in there so you guys will know when we label this episode, but right now we don't know. Um, <laughs> but yes, this spooky survived a ghost episode. We are going to hover around the topic of haunted houses and buildings, which is a little bit different. I'm yeah. excited. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Yes. And I hope everyone had a great month of May, and now we're into summer. I'm so excited for summer. Yeah, but we didn't get May showers, so... You mean May flowers? (laughs) Oh my god, I was 23 years old by the time that I learned it was uh, not May showers. (laughs) I've always thought it was May showers. May showers brings June flowers? Yeah. It's April showers bring May flowers. Wow. I need to go back to kindergarten. (laughs) I think you do learn that in kindergarten. (laughs) Do you? Yes. Well, obviously I didn't. Or first grade. (laughs) Yeah, you learn it somewhere, but I did not learn it right. Oh, well. Well, you guys just heard me uh, learn something today, so. Yeah. But, I mean, today it did rain. But I'm happy that it's getting warmer and... The sun is coming out, and summer is just around the corner here. I love summer. It's warm. Mm-hmm. All right, so I've got kind of a long one. I don't know how long it will take me to get through this, so I'm just going to jump right into it. And my little haunted building, it's not really a house, but it is a building. It is does kind of hit home for me because it is in my hometown where I grew up. So I'm going to be talking about the Mabel Tainter Theater. And the Mabel Tainter Theater is located in Menominee, Wisconsin. So if anyone is around that kind of Wisconsin area, like Eau Claire, or I don't even know, Chippewa Falls, anywhere else around there, who visited Menominee, Um, It is, like, one of the big – it's a big stone building right downtown Main Street. It's very beautiful. And if you've been in there and seen it, you know. So a little bit of background for some of our listeners that don't know the Mabel Tainter Theater. Uh, The theater was constructed in 1889 as a tribute to Mabel Tainter, who was a young woman who loved the music and the arts. Sadly, Mabel did pass away in 1886, so just a couple years before this construction happened, and she passed away at the age of 19. 
The memorial was commissioned by her parents, Captain and Mrs. Andrew Tainter. So her father's name was Andrew, and I believe her mother's name was Bertha. So Captain Tainter was a lumber baron and was also a silent partner with Knapp, Stout, and Co. The facility is listed on the National Register of Historic Places, is a character, is a charter member of the League of Historic American Theaters, and is a designated Wisconsin Historical Marker Site. It is a premier example of a restored vintage American theater. The theater has 261 seats. The interior of the building contains hand-stenciled walls and ceilings, marble staircase and floors, leaded, leads, leaded stained, wow, I can't even say that word, leaded stained glass windows, walnut and oak woodwork, brass fixtures, and four fireplaces, each built with a different stone or technique. So this building was a huge tribute to their daughter, Mabel, who passed away. And I'm trying to remember how she exactly passed away. I know when I was in school, we definitely learned about the history of the Mabel Tainter. But it was something, I want to say it was like an appendix rupture. And back then, nowadays, you know, if your appendix ruptures, you live from that. But back then... Um, you know, she did not. So, yeah, and she really loved the music and the arts, and her parents just built her this magnificent theater. And the theater did go through a reconstruction kind of add-on in 2007. So they, you know, updated some things in it, and they added on a part of the theater. And it looks pretty cool. It sounds gorgeous. Yeah, yes. I would suggest if you've never been there, look up some pictures of the inside, like the main theater area, um, because it is very beautiful inside. And it does have a organ in there as well. It has like a balcony up top. So there's seating on the ground and there's seating up top in a balcony area. So... A little bit about my history with the Mabel Tainter. Since I grew up in Menominee as my hometown, I have been in there multiple times. I've been there for many piano recitals, and I think the middle school puts on plays there as well. So any kind of siblings, like my siblings would put on plays there, go and watch those. And I also was in a musical when I was in fifth grade. I was in a Wizard of Oz and I was a munchkin. So, oh, that would be yeah. Cool. So when I was in fifth grade, I spent a lot of time at the Mabel Tainter doing dress rehearsals, technical rehearsals, and then performing the show. And I know I don't remember too much because it is kind of all blur, you know, fifth grade brain back then. Um, but I do remember a lot from being there and I would I had access to every part of the theater that not just you know guests only have access to certain areas but if you're a perf- performer there 
Um, you know, you get to see the dressing rooms and the downstairs backstage area. So I'll talk a little bit about that as well. And that is just kind of like my credentials <laughs> of things here. But the reason why I went through the background so in depth is because I want you guys to know when I'm talking about getting into the spooky stuff here. Um, I'm pretty sure this is real and a lot of people have had experiences with these entities here, but it's not just some new construction thing that people are, you know, whispering about, but this theater has been there for a long time. So that's what I just wanted to lay out for our listeners. But yeah, let's get into the juicy stuff, right? This will be exciting. (laughs) So getting into the ghosts. So there is for sure a female entity that lingers in the walls of the theater. However, no one knows for sure if it is just one or two. Um, People say it could be Mabel herself. The theater was built after she passed, but her love for the arts, you know, could have drawn her to the building. And that's where, you know, her spirit stays. But people also say there could be an entity of her mother there, Bertha. Bertha could be keeping an eye on the place or not ready to let go of the theater as well. And there has been other sightings, like a lot of them. And I will go through some of the stories. But the most famous spoken about is the lady in white and the lady in gray. And I believe this could be Mabel and her mother. Just hearing that. The lady in gray is usually seen on the marble staircase. And the lady in white is spotted on the lower level, I believe. Usually. She can be spotted anywhere, I think. But And I'm pretty sure, just to butt in on my own self here, but I'm pretty sure they did have somebody, like a ghost adventure people come in at one point and set up like all those special cameras, like infrared crate cameras and um, sound things to try to catch noises right by the marble staircase because they wanted to really catch the lady in gray. And I think they heard a couple sounds, like a shriek or this and that, but I couldn't find more than one source that said that. So that's why I'm just kind of saying, take that with a grain of salt there. (laughs) Yeah. But I thought that was kind of cool. So, some of the stories. One staff member who was working one evening on the second floor of the theater was surprised by a female entity dressed in white floating right past him going about her business. And I'm guessing that was the lady in white. Probably. I mean... Mm. She just floats right past him. Just chilling. Jay chilling. Just chilling. Don't mind me. (laughs) I feel like a lot of people say they see her the most. She just doesn't care. She's like, yeah, sure, I'm here. I'm here. I'll be here tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be here for probably till you die. (laughs) Um, The woman's bathroom attendants have seen an entity of a young woman walking into and out of the downstairs bathroom. 
The same entity has been seen looking at herself in the mirror with a curious look on her face. And let me tell you, that downstairs area, there's like a large common area in the downstairs of a theater. So when everyone is done performing, um, you know, the guests can come downstairs. Like it's a little reception area almost. There's a small kitchen and like a small countertop, almost like a bar. And usually they serve like little food things after a show. And there's, you know, some couches and seating. But walking around down there by yourself is eerie. It is so quiet. And there is a woman's bathroom right there. And you walk in and it is just the weirdest feeling. I can't even describe it. I remember going in there by myself because the other bathroom was full and they said, Oh, just go to the downstairs one. And it just felt like there was somebody else in there with you, but you're the only one in there. Oh yeah. Yeah. But it didn't feel, you know, bad or anything. It just felt like, you know, there's somebody else here, but I can't see them. Can't seem to put a thing on it. Yeah. Very strange feeling when you are downstairs. And another entity likes to play with the sound equipment. There, some people say maybe it's a past employee, but the soundboards like that are ready for the next show would be changed when the sound engineer came in for the day of the show. So they would, you know, make sure all the sounds are good for the show set up on the top of the balcony and because that's where the soundboard is. And then they come back the next day and it'd be all messed up and they'd have to redo it. They're like, well, who is in here? No one. Yeah, you have to start all over. Yeah. Huh. (laughs) That's happened many times. Maybe they just don't like the music that people keep trying to play. So. <laughs> They're like, this This sounds like crap. <laughs> yeah, you got to play this instead. Like, what you were actually trying to play? No, forget it. <laughs> there is another entity, and this all might be the same one female. Like, this all might be the lady in white, but, you know, no one's, no one's for sure. But there is an entity that still enjoys reading the reading room or a little library room. And kind of walks around the old storage room as well. A strange light has been seen in both the library and the storage area. When, investi- when people are trying to investigate the light, it vanishes. Gone? Gone. What the fuck? Yeah. Crazy. And some entities enjoy the theatrical activities... While performing on stage, actors and actresses have reported seeing apparitions watching them. Just, okay, like, interesting. Uh, one thing I can say is there has been, you know, the ghostly rumor of these statues in the theater turning their eyes to look at the theater, um, to look at the stage while there's a performance going on. Oh, ew. Not you, but I don't know how I'd feel about yeah. that. Yeah. 
and because there's like two bodiced statues so you know just their head and their shoulders of I believe it is Tainter and don't know I don't want to be wrong with the other bodice statue on the other side of the theater but <laughs> there's two of them um and they're on each side but people say like they slowly turn to watch the show and I always try to keep my eye on them like when I'm in there I'm like trying to keep my eye on you see if you're moving but yeah weird hmm. and Alrighty. Yeah. So some other stories I have that I've heard, well, you know, being there from other people, like firsthand stories, at least. So a story about the lady in white. There was a either a janitor or a kitchen tenant who was working in the downstairs kitchen. And he was scheduled to he was the last one there and he was scheduled to close up and leave he was just cleaning last couple things and his back was facing the door and he felt like there was somebody watching him like the entire time he was cleaning up and washing up the dishes he felt like there was somebody watching him but he just didn't know but he was like i'm the only one here so and as soon as he finished up he turned to look at the door and the lady in white was standing right there And he said he ran out of that door, out of the kitchen from downstairs, ran all the way. Oh, my gosh. That scared me. Was that Nala? (sighs) Yeah. She just knocked something off my desk. (laughs) That scared me. (laughs) Yeah. You jumped pretty high. (laughs) Anyway. The guy who was working in the kitchen, so he saw the lady in white. And he ran out of the kitchen, through to the downstairs area, up the stairs to the main door, ran out the door to his car, drove away. And he called them the next day and said, I quit. Send me my next check. And they were like, you quit? He was like, you, they were like, you quit? Why? And he was like, I'm not coming back to that place. Send me my check. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, God. He, he said he saw the lady in white face-to-face. But didn't explain exactly what, what she looked like. But like a woman, woman dressed in white floating above the ground. You know, I don't know if like that's threatening or not because she's in white. Yeah. So... She was probably just, you know, saying, hey. She just probably wanted to know what was up. She probably just went down there and was like, oh, dang it. I scared him. (laughs) I scared him. There's another ghosty rumor about the, I don't know what they're actually called, but you know when you see pictures of like a fancy big theater and they're called like box seats almost, like the very high up. Um, they're not balconies, but they got like little curvatures on them and like fancy people sit way up there. It's kind of like what they are, but like the seats way up high and people say you can see an entity sitting up there watching the show 
What? Yeah. Like, one of them will be sitting up there and watching the show. Someone's performing. Okay. Odd. Mm-hmm. And another story that I heard, this one still, this one has always stuck with me. And every time I drive by it, I always look for this little boy in the window. <laughs> but there's a story that there is a little boy with a bowl cut who you can see out the window at night. And he's actually, I think he's the one that's supposed to be in the library. But don't quote me on that. But people said, if you drive by at night, you could see him peeking out the window. So every time I would drive by, I would try to look to see if I could see him out the window. But I never did. And... There has been instances where people would be walking past the theater, um, you know, late at night, like past working hours, and either lights would be on or they would see movement within the theater. And they would be like, somebody there? I think somewhere I saw they did, you know, call the police at one point because they thought somebody broke in and turned out to be nobody there. I don't know how long ago that was, but... Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I know everyone's probably wondering, have I ever had a ghostly encounter here? Mm, not really. The only spooky thing that's happened to me is something that happened to me while I was on doing the musical in fifth grade. And it was in a backstage dressing room in the downstairs. And one other thing about a dressing room. Some people say that they would get locked in the dressing room. And they'd be like, oh, I got locked in here. Like, can you help me out? And be like, okay, yeah. That actually happened to somebody while we were, like, during a performance. It's really weird. I'd be crying. Yeah, it was really weird. But anyway, hmm. my my story about the dressing room was there was multiple girls. Like, we were all in fifth grade, right? Fifth, sixth grade. We were all young. And we were all in this dressing room talking, eating snacks. And we were told by the adult that was watching us to go somewhere else or go upstairs or do something else. And so we're leaving and our dressing room had these big mirrors with those movie star lights, kind of, like the big light bulbs all around the mirrors. And as we're walking out of the room, the lights go poof, like they exploded almost. I'm trying to explain how that looks, but it's not like someone turned off the light, but it's like the light bulb just went out automatically like they almost exploded in the bulb but it didn't and that freaked us out because if somebody would have just turned off the light then we would have been like okay somebody's turning off the light because we're leaving but it, the light bulbs looked like they were like exploding almost so we ran out of there we were screaming because we're you know in fifth grade screaming running around and then when we finally calmed down we all go back in there to try to check it out, we turn the lights on. They work perfectly normal. We thought the lights were, like, going to be out. But they weren't? No. 
So that was the only like weird thing that's ever happened to me. Oh, and I got stuck in an elevator there once too. But everyone gets stuck in the elevator there. It's like it happens all the time. <laughs> um, I would be panicking if I ever got stuck in an elevator. It it's like a one floor elevator just goes from the main floor to the bottom floor so it's not like a you know tall building or anything but oh and I was thankfully with multiple people so we were like okay let's call people you know let's get out of here and it didn't get stuck for too long hmm well that's yeah but that's another weird thing weird happening that happens there but yeah it is an awesome place they do tours as well. Um, they do historical tours. If you want they to do just... creepy tours. Yep. They have a scheduled guided historic or ghost tour of the Maple Tainter Center for the Arts. I believe it's Fridays and Saturdays. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. So they definitely embrace having the ghosties hang out there. Having them mm-hmm. hang around, around town. Yes. It is a really cool place to check out. Well, maybe sometime we will do a live recording. We yes. We do our like, podcast for a fun episode there. Yes, that would be really cool. I know yeah. every place in Nook and Cranny in that building, so. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> We've been there a hundred times. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. And that is the little snippet of the Mabel Tainter Theater. I could probably talk about that for a long time, but for years. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm going to let Lexi take over here and talk about her little spooky haunted house building <laughs> for this episode. I gotta clear my throat here. <clears throat> okay, so yeah, get ready for this one. <laughs> um the so I will be talking about the Winchester Mystery House um which is located in San Jose, California. So the story goes in 1886 a woman named Sarah Winchester traveled from New Haven, Connecticut to San Jose, California to start a new life. Um, Sarah Winchester is married to the man who invented the, uh, firearms, Winchesters. So she married him, he passed away, and she moved to San Jose, California. And this is her starting her new life. So she purchased a very small Eight-room farmhouse, which I don't know why they said it was a small house. Eight rooms? I think me- they mean, like, eight rooms in total. The more that oh. I think about that, instead of just, like, eight bedrooms. Eight bedrooms? That's gigantic. No, that makes sense. Like, you have your bathroom, maybe a few bedrooms, kitchen, living room, like, a couple rooms. Yeah. And started a renovation project that would take 36 years and $5.5 million dollars. Which is what is equivalent to our time of money. Wait. A renovation that took 36 years? Mm-hmm. She must have patience. 
Okay, so just hold on to that <laughs> thought, though, because there is a reasoning behind this, behind the renovation. Oh, okay, okay. So only stopping when she passed away in 1922, and by the time she was done building the Winchester Mansion, a modern marvel with an indoor plumbing, multiple elevators, a hot shower, and central heating, it had over 160 rooms, 40 beds, 10 thousand windows and even two basements and that is not the most unique part about the house not all of the two thousand doors that can be walked through one that leads into an eight foot drop to a sink garden another that leads to a 15 foot drop into the bushes um below and staircases that lead straight into the ceilings what? So there's just like dead ends in this house too. So I'm still getting over the fact that it had two basements. How can that even what? That's I know, it's crazy cuz they probably just kept building and building and building. Whoa. That has it contains very expensive Tiffany stained glass which were installed where there would be no light. And so there are even more secret passages through Narnia, basically, is the saying. And a particularly old cabinet that, when it opens, it extends through 30 rooms of the house. Okay, I want to go see this place. It's crazy. I know you're going to get to a point where it's haunted, but at right now, just how you're saying, that sounds kind of cool i want to go look at see what this looks like i think well i think it just sounds like she so the winchesters were once were once the richest people in america so i think they just had stupid money and didn't know what to do with it so just kept building the house yeah pretty much and i just i don't think they like really knew i don't know the fact that there's like staircases that just lead up like you're like oh let's let's try this staircase today don't on your head like <laughs> or you can you like i don't even know like that's why i would be like i want to i'm gonna look up some pictures it's really cool but to kind of go back to the reason why it's haunted the so no one is really sure of why Sarah Winchester kept changing everything on the contractors when she was building her house. And of course, here are the stories. The most known story about the house being haunted is Miss Winchester was being haunted by the spirits of those killed by the Winchester rifle, which is her late husband's company, and after he passed away, a psychic told her that in order to avoid all of the spirits that would be following her, she would have to move out west, buy a home, and build nonstop. Goodness. So some theories believe she basically constructed it as a maze. Um, and she kept construction until she would... Pass. So she purposely made it 36 years long, 
Well, other theories suggest she built the house to obstruct all of the paranormal tormentors at bay and keep them lost because there are certain staircases that lead to nothing, rooms that don't even have anything in it, that just is like a square, tiny room. And the theory goes she would sleep in a bedroom every night, a different bedroom every night to keep uh, the ghosts from following her. Basically, she built the labyrinth. And I'm not sure if any of you guys know that movie, but it's a very famous movie with David Bowie. Mm. Uh, Or even just like any kind of labyrinth in general is like a big maze. Mm-hmm. And I don't even know what the difference is between a labyrinth and a maze. Is there? There there must be some kind of a difference. A labyrinth is like, I think it's like three-dimensional where a maze is only two where you follow a line. And a labyrinth, you can go up, down, hit a wall, hit a bend. So like you should, you have to be able to move like up and down too instead of just that makes- forward. That makes sense. So. I learned something new today. Yeah. (laughs) I just remember that because in geometry, my high school geometry teacher loved the labyrinth. It would make us watch David, like, make us watch that. And then we'd have to learn all about labyrinths and mazes and, like, geometry stuff. I don't know. And that's forever. I don't actually, like, think I gained anything from that class, but I did gain that. I was really bad at geometry, so <laughs> there's that story. But it's, it's, yeah. <laughs> so a massive earthquake struck the Bay Area in 1906 and toppled three of the stories, damaging the other four stories with the house. Some say Sarah Winchester took this as a sign from the spirits that she was too close to completion and ordered the unfinished half of the house to be boarded up. Though it's open now, signs of damage from the earthquake are still visible. Hmm. So, in response to the ongoing ghostly encounters, the paranormal phenomenon on the property, in 1999, the Winchester management had a Farah psychologist and a paranormal investigator named Christopher Chacon conducted a full-scale scientific assessment of the property. The month-long round-the-clock investigation included interviewing over 300 people with their experiences on the property and analyzing um, every aspect of the unusual phenomenon in 2018, a horror film was made about the house and the spirits that live within it. Um, so, I also, there is a film about this, too. Sorry, guys. One second. My last portion, my last paragraph did not save. So, <laughs> you know, that's probably where I heard this name because I was like, there is a something out there and it's the film i'd never watched it but i have heard of it but i'd never heard and it's called the winchester yeah i've never heard the story 
like you said, of why it's haunted. But, wow. Um, but yeah, so basically, there is that for you guys. And that's all I have because I'm sorry. I don't know where my other paragraph went. It did not stay in there. Do we know, is this available to go tour? Yeah, you can go tour it. Okay. I think it's $30 a tour per person. Jeez. Well, I think they give you, like, um, things to talk to the ghost in with, like, those oh. little... Like, I think it's an interactive tour where you can, like, do your own paranormal investigating when I was reading on it. But I just mm-hmm. remember thinking the tour was kind of expensive, but then it said, like, interact with the ghosts. So I figured it just had something to do with that. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I wonder if they do anything during Halloween time. Probably a lot. Probably. Yeah. We just need to make a bucket list of places we need to just go visit and tour. Honestly. Just travel around the map. <laughs> That would be an experience. <laughs> At least we're learning about them beforehand, too. That's true. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. I did not know that. Built it like a labyrinth. So the... You would think, you know, how, like, in cartoons, ghosts can go through walls. So wouldn't they be able to just find her anyway because they can go through walls? And ceilings? You would think so. Maybe she just... Thought the psychic was right. Yeah. Maybe she just thought they would just follow her path. So, I don't know. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah. And I think that is all we have for you guys for Survived a Ghost. But I hope you like this episode. About our haunted houses and buildings. Yes. And I hope you guys learned some things today. Because we definitely both learned something. Sophie learned what a labyrinth is. And I learned that it is not May showers. It is April showers. (laughs) Yes. Fun facts here too. Fun facts of the day. Yes. And if you have not yet. Please follow our Instagram. And our Facebook page. And that is Survived with Sophie and Lexi. And you can email us at the same email too. Our Gmail. And we will respond. Always respond. And also let us know if you guys have any crazy stories, spooky stories, any topics you want us to talk about. We'd love to hear from you guys. And yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in this week. Yes. Have a happy first weekend of June. Enjoy it. It's going to be hot. Summertime. This has been Survived. (laughs) With Sophie. And Lexi. (laughs) Bye. 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 Thank you.